a.m. on this beautiful Friday, November 6th. And I am up early before everyone else. I'm up. Uh, I wasn't, you know, for the past couple days, I haven't been up because I was up late watching, just like everyone else, watching election coverage. And I was unable to sleep. I've been a mess. But I am here. It is 5.07 a.m. I don't know what time you guys will hear this. But good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. (laughs) And welcome to episode 8 of Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I am your gracious host, Monica Lynn. And as always, I have to say this. I am always up before everyone else at 5.07 a.m. How are you doing, family? I'm okay. I got up at 3.30. I did not say my prayers this morning. Um, I had too much eggnog last night. So you know where I'm <laughs> You know I am... Oh, God. I feel fine. I got my tea. I got the oven on. I'm going to have a bagel. I wanted some oatmeal, but I don't know how to make oatmeal. So, future husband, if you're listening, baby... I don't know how to make oatmeal. I know how to make instant oatmeal. Yeah, I do. But I like my mother's oatmeal. Like, when I move, I'm going to miss her oatmeal, her grits, and stuff like that. Because I can't make that stuff. Like, mashed potatoes and stuff like that. My mashed potatoes are good because it's instant. <laughs> it is instant, y'all. But it is a beautiful morning. I, I'm up. And I'm up early. And so are my neighbors over there making noise. They are the noisiest people. And even though I've been home, I've been home. I moved back home 10 years ago. But I moved I've had boyfriends that I, you know, and I've been back home, left and came back, left and came back. Bad idea. I have a taste for my mother's cornbread dressing, but she doesn't want to make it until um, the holiday. So I have an episode coming up, my Thanksgiving holiday countdown. Because I could not wait. I I can actually taste it. That's how bad I want it. And ladies, sorry gentlemen, if you're listening, you're up early with us. (coughs) Excuse me. You know how it is when your monthly visitor comes and you get cravings. And I talked about this sometime this week or last week. And my mother doesn't get them. She Well, she's done with that stuff. But she can't relate to what I what I say to her like I'm like I crave different things and I don't have um birth, I'm not on birth control anymore so it's just like I have like regular cycles and I feel all the emotions and like yesterday I was crying and the day before yesterday I was crying you know and I crave Certain things like I crave a chocolate junior and eggnog and Doritos 
And once I got the Doritos, I didn't want them anymore. But I ate them anyway. And um, I craved a week before my monthly visitor, I was craving wine and ground beef. Like, I want a cheesesteak so bad. I've been wanting to go to Philly to get a cheesesteak so bad. Like, my mother said, well, Monica, you can go to, uh, what did she say the place was called? Over by Western High School, over West Baltimore. Is that West Baltimore? No. Yes, I think it's going towards West Baltimore. At Falls Road, she said they make good cheesesteaks over there. But I can make my own cheesesteak, but I just want a Philly cheesesteak. Like, I would love a Philly cheesesteak. And I'm like, I've been craving things. Like, I hate that, you know, I'm not, I've been off of birth control for like two months now, it's been two months, and I've been eating like crazy. So when I go to the doctors in two weeks, I'm going to brace myself. <laughs> you know, you go, I, when I, after I stopped being a vegan, you know, after I like did my vegan stuff, um, I lost 10 pounds. Like immediately, like the weight fell off. So now it's like I'm trying to keep up the momentum, but I haven't been exercising because I don't know if you guys remember or not, or if you just joined it. I had a biopsy um, a month ago and I wasn't feeling well. So now I'm starting to feel better, but I was walking and everything, but I stopped because I was in, I was in a lot of pain. And, um, I remember I was on online and people were talking about the colposcopy and they were asking about the pain factor. And I guess it's your, how you interpret your definition of pain, like my pain tolerance and my pain tolerance. I can take pain, but I can't do anything. I'll take an ibuprofen and my my cramps and everything is so bad that ibuprofen does not help. I need some morphine. <laughs> I need morphine, y'all. I need morphine. But anyway, tune in next week. I will be talking about um, the health minute. My health minute. I am not a doctor. Do not act, look to me asking me for medical advice because I am just a uh, I just have my own podcast and these are subjects that I feel like I want to talk about that is engaging to people to pique their interest and it can help you like my stories and my situation can probably help you get the courage to go to the doctors get the courage to do certain things as well just because the vegan journey didn't work for me it can work for you just because I was in pain doing my biopsy colposcopy doesn't mean that you're going to be in pain but I do recommend ladies that we do get our breast exams and your pap smears it can save your life it could possibly add years to your life because what I learned about cervical cancer is it takes a while to develop so if you're on top of things getting your pap smeared getting your regular appointments in and if you're diabetic Every three months, get your blood work done, prick your finger, and take your medicine daily. Moderation is the key. It can add years to your life. I promise you. And you'll feel so much better. I feel really good. I'm going to the doctor 
in December to get my blood work done. I don't want to do it before Christmas because Christmas, I love Christmas cookies, but it has to be done. So I've really been taking really good care of myself because I want to be here. I want to be here with y'all. I want to be here with my family. I want to be here to eat Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> All right. If you're just joining me and you're probably wondering, who are you? <laughs> like, what are you, what are you doing talking about periods and Thanksgiving dressing and stuff at 515 in the morning? I am Monica Lynn and I am the host of Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I am an author, blogger, rocker, vlogger. And up until last Thursday, I decided that I wanted to start my own podcast. And so far, you guys, I am loving it. I am the author of Love's Holiday. I do not have a lunch date at the moment, but I did receive my cover art yesterday. I liked it, but I couldn't see it. It was blurry. I, I do need glasses, but still, I go pick up my glasses on Tuesday morning. Um, You know what? I... I have to go pick up my glasses on Tuesday morning at 9.30, but I will be on the air, but I don't know when because I have to go downtown Baltimore and um, I need all my faculties. So <laughs> with that being said, I will be on Tuesday, but it'll be probably in the middle of the day. Like last night, I didn't come on the air until I think like six or seven. It was six. Because the president was talking. Oh my God, that guy gave me a headache. But I will be on um, Tuesday, but not early in the morning. It'll be in the evening. So if you're looking for the newest episode and it's not on around like 8, 9 or 7 or 6 or something like that, it's because I'll be, you know, downtown Baltimore getting my glasses and um but hopefully today i will get an updated email for my cover art and i'll be able to see it and then i'll be able to pass on the information to you guys like the launch date and all that stuff i it was supposed to be first my old project manager she went on on her way she told me december my contract said black friday 11 27 but due to the pandemic you know, and the fact that um, there was a lot of, there's not a lot of people in the printing place, I suppose. So, and I'm not the only client that the, my publishing company has. It's not my publishing company. It's purposely created publishing. And, you know, the printer is only, they only have like a certain amount of people. So you got to wait your turn. And then I also got to wait my turn because like, it's I'm not the only client that they have. But I'm very excited. Um, like I said, the book is called Love's Holiday. It is set in Baltimore at Christmas. No, Thanksgiving, Christmas. And it follows the life of Jamie and Ashanti Harris. Um, they're a young, black power couple. You know, and I'll get into more of it in a little bit. Like, I'm going to have a whole show closer to the launch date, like, dedicated. And I'm also going to have, like, a reading. And when I do my reading, it's going to be the first time. That I read from my book. So I'm going to read from the actual book. And I think that's going to be very exciting. And um, I want to start a virtual book club. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. I have to look into that. You know, because we can't have like a book club at the house. You can't fellowship at the house because, you know, 
you can't do that right now with COVID. And I live with my mother. So my mother's going to be like, hell no. My mother looks at my brother funny when he <laughs> when he comes over. When he comes over, she looks kind of funny. She even looks at her grandbaby like, wait a minute, where you been at? You know? So yeah. But everybody, it's funny because I live with my mom. And I'm not ashamed to say I live with my mom. A lot of people be like, oh my God, you live with your mother? Yes, I live with my mother. And I enjoy my mother's company. I also moved out and came back. You know, and now it's like the pandemic hit and now it's just like money isn't coming in like it used to. I'm not working. So it's just like once everything gets settled, once everything gets going, you know, once this virus is contained, because like I said, I have a compromised immune system. But why am I explaining myself to y'all? I have a house over my, I have a roof. I live in a house. I have a roof over my head. I have a bedroom. I have bills. I still have bills. You know, I'm an adult. You know, I don't have to explain myself to y'all. I really don't. But there's nothing wrong with that. You know. Only thing that I don't like is the privacy. But that's my beef. But that's my problem. Not yours. <laughs> I love y'all. But you know how some people are. Some people always got something to say. But I'm just letting those who have something to say. That's my business. Okay. And when I do get my own. It's going to be awesome. You can bet that. Bet that because it was awesome before and it'll be awesome again. So I will um send out information after the love after the holidays. I went my, for my virtual book club. I was started after the holidays. Um, as you know how we busy we get during the holidays, and this holiday is different for me because I'm not working in the salon, but I also have my book launch and I also have my um my website. And I also have my show, my podcast. So it's kind of different for me this year. But it's like I'm doing what I want to do. And I don't have to worry about missing out on certain things. Missing out with being with my family. Because um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like I love the little things mean so much to me. Like sitting in the kitchen or sitting at the dining room table with my mother. Cutting vegetables. Prepping for dinner going to the grocery store to get dinner for the holiday and I've been doing that since I was a child with we did that with my grandmother so it started with my grandmother and now it's my mother and if I ever have children I want to do the same things with my children and we go down to Lexington Market and we get like the vegetables and the meats and when Mama was alive, we used to get the candy, pecans, walnuts, and stuff like that. And Mama had, like, Mama wanted the eggnog. Mama loved Highs eggnog. I don't even know if there's still any Is there Highs left? I think there's sheets now, if I'm not mistaken. But it is the best eggnog. I have eggnog, but I don't know what kind it is. I don't. It's pretty good. And I remember Mama used to cut it with milk. Now, I don't remember if mama ever drank it with alcohol, but I do know like my aunts and uncles had have it with alcohol. And the only thing I remember from the holidays is family. And I come from a really huge family. And it was always a lot of love and a lot of food. That's all I remember. And the preparation, like I'm just getting warm and fuzzy all over now. It's just like the preparation leading up to Thanksgiving 
going under the bridge um, to the farmer's market, going under 83 to the farmer's market, going down on Greenmount Avenue to the 33rd Street Market. I think it's the 33rd Street Market or the Greenmount, the open air farmer's market. Going there and just like coming home and cutting up the vegetables, blanching the greens, peeling the baked, peeling the potatoes to make the sweet potato pie. Mama used to used to um, boil the whole potato. Shashi, even my mom, she even boils the whole potato. And when the potatoes are done, they let them sit, and then they take the then they peel off the um, skin. And then they make the pie. And I was always the taste tester. And then my great-grandma Mary, she's gone to glory. Um, she used to make a pie. And it tasted like lemon. It was so good. And my mother used to always say, and my mother used to always say, they had to put it back in the oven because it wasn't done. But I loved it. I loved it. And I miss those ladies so much. And they instilled that in me. In in me. I don't know about any of my rest of my family. But we all love the holidays. I don't, my family, we love the holidays, but I remember things that we all did together. And that was a beautiful feeling like Christmas. I'm tearing up because, because I can't believe like they're gone, you know? And, um, they were, they were old ladies. Like, my great-grandmother was like 98, and my great-aunt was like 99, but my grandmother was like 74. She had lung cancer, and um, they caught it late, and we um, didn't have a lot of time. I, I, Because I was working, and that's why I hate, I hate. Hate is such a strong word, y'all. And forgive me. Y'all hear me say hate all the time. But I hated working so much that I couldn't spend time with my family. Because I remember going to the um, nursing home the night my grandmother passed away. And I saw pictures of my family. And I'm like, where was this? Oh, you were working. Oh, we did this. You were working. And I don't... I. The last couple months of her life, I went to see her because I was so mad that I missed out on those things because I was working. And that's my whole thing. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Like, oh, I wish I could have been there. I was working. I'm not doing that no more. And that's why this means so much to me to actually do what I want to do because I can get up in the morning. I can do this. And then I can go be with my family. You know, like. I wrote a Facebook post. It was so awesome to spend the past couple weekends with my niece and watching her grow up. Having breakfast with my brother, my sister-in-law, my niece was wonderful. Making breakfast for my niece a couple weekends ago was wonderful. Um, spending time with my mother, like going to the Dollar Tree, our weekly Dollar Tree dates, going with my aunt. Me and my aunt went on an adventure last week. <laughs> it was... We was on the run last week. It was, oh God, me and Aunt Lauren, of course. You know, and that stuff means a lot to me. It means a whole lot to me. My other aunts, they're like older and they live out further. But I also have an aunt who lives close by, Ace. And she doesn't come out as much as she used to because, you know, she's older. 
she has a compromising immune system and she doesn't want to be around a lot of people if she doesn't want to get COVID and stuff. So I understand that. But at least we can all talk to each other on the telephone. So being able to be off during this time of loss, people have lost loved ones and like with us being sick over the summer, you know, it makes you rethink everything, you know, makes you think, you know, family is everything. It really is. Family is everything. And hug your mother, hug your father. My father is not here. My father passed away. My father passed away in 2017, 18, 19, 20. He's been gone for three years. He has sepsis, sepsis pneumonia, and they thought he was getting better, and he wasn't, and he passed away. And let me tell you something. He passed away, and I had sepsis. Like, I went to the hospital that Sunday, Easter Sunday, and I was hospitalized for four days. I didn't know I was sick. So that's why I had a cold bronchitis that developed into pneumonia and it developed to sepsis. Scared the hell out of me because my heart rate was like 155, 155 beats per minute. And I had finally got to sleep and the nurse runs in the room. Are you okay? I was fine. I finally got to sleep. So, you know, I didn't know how severe it was until the end. And I actually sat on the edge of my bed and cried because I could have died. And I'm so very grateful and thankful to be here with y'all this morning. So love on your family. If you have um, family members you haven't talked to, friends you haven't talked to, pick up the phone and give them a call. Like you miss someone, go ahead, pick up the phone. Now, some relationships are unrepairable. Is that a word, unrepairable? You can't repair it? You forget about that. And pray to God for forgiveness. So anyway, I want to know how you guys are doing. How's everything going? You can actually send me voice messages. I don't know how, but when I get off the air, I'm going to play around with it. I'm going to send myself voice messages. And there's a link that you can send it. But I'm going to hook that all up when I get off the air this morning. So, um... I'm going to send myself messages and then I'll let you guys know how to do that. And I will figure it all out and I will let you know Sunday during our kickback. So I will be on the air on Monday. Um, there has been a change in plans, but I will also be here on Sunday as well because I already promised you that I will be here because you are my family. You know, I was thinking like, how can I describe you guys? I'm just going to say family. Like we all family here. We're grown. We're adults. We're family. Right, <laughs> you know, so you know we we're family i i there's no other way for me to describe it, so yeah, I will be here sunday um uh, for free for freestyle um so now I have to figure out what am I going to talk about on Monday because Tuesday is episode nine. So I gotta figure out figure out I'm a, I'll figure out something. I'll make it like a kickback, you know. Cause usually when I do kickbacks, like I don't put because 
when you upload your podcast to the apps, you got to fill out the description, the name, the season, the episode. So usually when it's a kickback, I used to put zero, zero. So if you ever see zero, zero, that means it's just a, a kickback. But if you see episode nine, season one, episode nine, I mean, like, do I have to have a season finale? Like, how does that work? I guess I'm going to have, like, one long season. Maybe I'll break it up. And I'll be like, okay, welcome to season two. Maybe I'll do, like, a couple shows and then I'll welcome to season two. I don't know how that works out. I don't know. But we'll figure it all out. But, yeah, I will be here on Sunday. And we will talk about I want to get a hair salon and my love for doing hair. Uh oh. Uh oh. Let me read this. Uh oh. They won't. They won't. How do I? Why do they send you emails and then they won't let you? Oh, there it is. This is fine. Sorry, y'all. I had to read that email. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to read that email. So, yeah, I will be here on Sunday, and we'll have a nice old kickback. All my um episodes are in order, so, like, if you miss an episode, you can always go back, and they, you know, they're in order. So, all right, so let's see what we got. All right, the book thing, virtual club, voice messages. And like I said, once I get everything situated, we will have an email club so you can keep up on events around town. I have a, I'm having a launch party. The launch party is not going to be that big because I want to have it on the spirit of Baltimore, you know, the boat cruise with my family and a very little bit of friends. But I will keep you guys updated. And maybe, maybe, you know, we can, you know, have like a little... Once everything is contained, the virus is contained... Even if it's like a year from now, two years from now, and I have another book because Love's Holiday has another book. It's actually five books in the series. So once that gets, once everything gets contained, if I have to have a book club party with my family and friends, which we include you guys, then I can wait a couple years. You know, it doesn't bother me now as long as we're all here. And we're happy and we're safe and we're, you know, it's it's the thing. So, so I will also have pop-ups and promotions. So follow me on all social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I have two Instagram pages and I have Twitter. I'm Monica Linwood. Just look up Monica Linwood and um, my picture is on my Love's Holiday. On my, my book, Love's Holiday. And on Twitter, I'm Monica Lynn. And uh, Facebook, I'm author Monica Lynn, so I'm not hard to find. Just follow me on all social media platforms. And I will have, like, promotions, pop-up sales, you know, like, buy one book, get one half off, or free shipping, or $5 off for the first person who gets my birthday right or something, stuff like that. All right, y'all, we've been on here long enough. How long? Let's check the time. 
We've been on for a half hour, 27 minutes, so 28. So let's get into some COVID stats, y'all. Let's see what's going on with that. You know, I got to do that every day for the people who are not here. And let's get it together for the people who are here. Okay, let's see. It's 200. Oh, wow. November 5th. 3,002 new cases. It's 9.7 million cases plus 127,000, 122,000 added. There has been 235,000 deaths and there was an additional 1,108 deaths yesterday. Let's do Maryland's COVID stats. Um, yesterday, there was 1,192 new cases and 10 deaths as of yesterday. Um, oh, this is what I want to read. I, I think it's too early for C because, you know, CNN usually sends me the five things, like five quick articles. They it usually they usually send like around about six. But I'm on here kinda early today. So I don't know what's going on CNN. I have CNN on now. If you hear anything in the back, that's Don Lemon talking. I love D Lemon. Shout out to D Lemon. Him and Chris Cuomo are on. It's five thirty six. They they've been on since twelve o'clock last night. And so like I said before, I love the around the clock coverage of the um election night but I want to read this article um it says Governor Hogan just wear the damn mask yes Governor Hogan see I told you Governor Hogan don't play with us he does not who is that Gervonta Tank Davis involved in crash and foul balls and more Excuse me. Um, that's the boxer, right? Okay, so this is from our good friends over at WBFF Fox 45 because I don't have my CNN. CNN, what's going on? What's going on over there, girl? I know y'all got a lot going on, so I'm just going to go with, with Fox 45 Baltimore. Um, Maryland Governor's Murray. Governor Larry Hogan delivers an update on the state's COVID-19 response in Maryland. Governor Hogan said that there is concerning increase in confirmed cases among young people. I'm not a young person. The governor says the rate of case increases is now in what's called the red zone. Quote from the governor, we cannot afford to let our guard down, quote said the governor. He's urging the people of Maryland to recommit to the actions that help keep the virus under control over the summer. Wow, y'all. Come on, y'all. Get it together, y'all. And they have a... um. Oh, here we go. The state of Maryland reported 1,198 new confirmed cases of coronavirus in the past 24 hours. This is the second day with at least 1,000 new cases in the state. Hospitalizations are... The cases jump, but the hospitalizations are down. 
And from what I gathered with me is that when I had it during the summertime, they told me that if I could not breathe or if you know, they'll give you like a, um, a list of things. Like if you, if you start to feel this way, that way, then you come to the hospital. If you can't, the main concern is you can't breathe. If you're having trouble breathing or your chest pains and stuff like that, come to the hospital. Yeah. Is that Marylanders are being asked to avoid out-of-state travel. I can't go to New York this Christmas. Which is fine. Like I said, if I have to be in the house for another year to protect myself and my family, that's fine. I'll stay, you know, I'll stay in the house. I don't, we don't do anything. We don't go, like we go out, run errands and stuff like that. We're always masked. We have our hand sanitizer. We socially distance. And we do go to the casino a lot. A lot. But we haven't been in a while. And I'm kind of upset about that. But my aunt doesn't want to go because she doesn't win any money. And my mother doesn't go because she doesn't win any money. But that's why it's called gambling. You're taking a chance. <laughs> Get out of my life. <laughs> but telework when possible and practice social distancing. The governor acknowledged that many people are facing fatigue from the coronavirus we will come out of this stronger and better than ever before, said the governor. And that's the that's the true T. That that's that's the true T. That that's true. You know, give it some time, y'all. Give it some time. It you'll be okay. Stay in the house a year. Stay in house. I mean, not actually stay in the house, but it's so many things you can do. You can zoom people, Facebook. Facebook has this thing called Facebook Room. And yeah, y'all can do that for yeah, that do that for a year, you know, like get out of here. As Merlin as COVID nineteen cases rising in Merlin, experts say we can't let our guard down. True. Look at this. These target vehicles in terrorized Canton. Canton is like a really swanky part of Baltimore like ah, that's where I want to move to Fells Point Canton Federal Hill area and they terrorize those poor people and it's always robberies and stuff going on down there I don't know what you think like Monica why are you going down there because I want to but um yeah they they are always down there doing that stuff let's be let's click on let's see I'm going to read, like, one more, and then we're going to get into the topic today. Like, why are we here today? Oh, yeah. They, um... I would never left my wallet in the car. Wow. They stole a guy's wallet. Left, he was left. And said, well... And a lot of people down there, they would have cameras and things. They'll probably get caught. He said, I made sure the guy who this happened to. I'm sorry this happened to you. He said that the um in a matter of seconds he broke into his vehicle and ran away with his wallet and five hundred dollars inside. And they have a video where you can like actually like watch from Jeff to Abel on Fox Forty Five. It's one, two, three. It's four of them. 
It was like this, like, oh, God, why are y'all making a scene in front of the damn... Why are y'all making a scene? If, you know what? Y'all are the dumbest criminals I've ever seen in my life. How the hell? It's like they're breaking into the car. Like, it's a girl. She's like, she's like the only chick. So they got the wallet with the $500 inside. And now they're like happy that they got the money. If I was their parents, I would kick their asses. Parents probably don't even know where they are. They look, they look young. They look like young kids. Going down there breaking into people's cars and stuff. People worked hard for this. Ought to be ashamed. Your, your parents ought to be ashamed. Y'all ought to be, but they're not. Some other guy got uh their vehicles. They break into the vehicles. And this guy said, the guy who they stole the $500 from, he said, I've been to other cities and this stuff doesn't happen. But you know what? I'm not even going to get into this. I'm just going to have to, like, make a show about this. Oh, God. Four arrest me in three days in Baltimore with help from residents. Why are you smiling on your mugshot? And what did you do? What in the world did y'all do? On Friday, this is from our good friends at WBF at Fox 45. On Friday, Baltimore police announced the closure of a murder and two non-fatal shootings by arresting four suspects within three days. And one of the suspects is smiling like he's taking a... Oh, God. On September 29, 2020, at approximately 4.59 a.m., Northeast District Patrol officers responded to the 6500 block of Frankfurt Avenue for a shooting. Frankfurt Avenue is not that far. I hate when they do this stuff. It's not that far from us, but it's far enough. It was far enough. Yeah, it's like about 20 minutes from here. But it's just like two different worlds. Like I tell people all the time, West Baltimore and East Baltimore is Taylor two cities. Like we went over West Baltimore um, and I'm not knocking West Baltimore, you know, but it's different from East Baltimore. They, it's different, you know, like it's just different. You have to be from Baltimore to understand. It's different. Oh, God, they went on a shooting spree. And you went here smiling like uh, people are lost. Oh, God. He's smiling. We can see even more so in the other guy's face. But this dude is just like, his ass is just like, it looks like something's wrong with him. They all look like something. Their eyes are just like, maybe, let's just, let's just close this up. Yeah, let's just close this up. I, I, yeah, because, I don't know. What else? Uh, Mo Gabba, Baltimore sports super fan to have street named in his honor. Uh, Mo Gabba, um, he had cancer. He passed away at the age of 14 in July. He was like a Baltimore sports too. He was like an icon in Baltimore. It's a cute kid. May he rest in peace. What else is going on in Baltimore? 
Mayor elects transition team in place. No timeline on key positions. Is that the guy from the Ravens? Wait a minute. Why is a guy from the Ravens? Brandon Scott is 36. He's the youngest elected mayor in Baltimore City history. Okay, the nine team, the nine member team includes State Senator Coy McRae, former Raven Tory Smith, and others from local nonprofits and the business community. Yeah, the, the, um, their challenges include crime, trash, corruption, and public trust. Yeah, because like we've have had like our mayors have like been. And they can't fire me, but our mayors suck. <laughs> oh, God. We've been here for 40 minutes, y'all. Let's take a pause for the cause. I'm going to stop it right here. And when I come back after this side, on the other side, then we're going to get into Friday's Relationship Role Series. All right. I am back. I am back. I am back. Um... I was at the 40 minute mark, so you know it can only be an hour. So I didn't want to like run over, you know what I mean? And then start rushing and stuff like that. But anyways, I was doing the news and I now I'm I'm actually done with the news, actually. The news gives me a headache. Do y'all wanna know about the um uh, what's that stuff called? The election? What's going on in the election? I have on CNN, but it says Chris Cuomo is on. And it said Biden takes the lead in Georgia. So how about we go into that real quick and then we'll get into my relationship world series. Let's see what we got. My computer and my phone is moving slow, so I don't know what's going on. But um, let's see. Election results 2020. Well, then they was putting the E. Okay, so this is from my good friends at the Associated Press. The Associated Press has not called this race, and neither have I, because like John King said, this can go either. Well, right now, I don't know, but it can go either way. They're still counting. It's not over yet. They're still counting ballots. There's like thousands of ballots out there. They're still counting. They're going to keep counting until they can't count no more. So as of Friday, November 6th at 5.51 a.m. This is what I know. I'm not calling the race. But. So far, it's saying that Joe Biden has 264 electoral votes and President Donald Trump has 214. Where that for? I think the 14, that one point came from Maine. I believe the congressional I think because CNN says he has 213, President Trump has 213, and um, Vice President Biden has 253. But, you know, if I were CNN, like, they, I would be very careful too because I think that they have given, the Associated Press has given Arizona to Joe Biden. 
but they haven't finished counting yet. So we don't, I don't know. But as of right now, things are looking, looking. So live updated at 552. So it just updated. It's 552. So it just updated. So this is from the Associated Press. So, all right, here we go. So this is good stuff, y'all, because it just updated. So Georgia has 16 electoral votes with 99% reporting, 99% of the um, precincts reporting because, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and a lot of people did mail-in mail in ballots, absentees. So it's like, it's a lot of things that these people have to do. And Atlanta's a big, you know, Atlanta's huge. Georgia's huge. So Georgia has 16 electoral votes. And it's a tie. It's basically 49.4%. President Trump has 49.4%. Biden is leading. He has 2,449,371. And President Trump has 2,448,454. Pennsylvania is close. Pennsylvania, this is what... um, President Trump needs right now. He needs actually President Trump needs all of these electoral votes. And they said it's not looking good for him. That's what CNN is saying. I don't know what happened, but as of 554 AM on Friday, November 6th, that is what they have been saying. So I don't know what's going to happen after that. Um, let's see. This was a very tight race. Like this is, Oh God, this is, it is nail biting. I couldn't sleep if it were me. Like, I, we couldn't sleep, period. So, Nevada with 84% reporting. Did anybody in Nevada vote? We have um, Biden's in the lead, slightly, 49.4%. He got 604,251. President Donald Trump, 48.5%, 592, 592,813. See, Arizona with 90%, see, they haven't finished counting yet. And Arizona, you know what they, the president wants to, um, I was just listening to Chris Cuomo, y'all. The president wants to like do a recount. If I were them people, I would tell them, sorry, Lord, kiss my ass. I, them people are going to count all the votes. Them people work since Tuesday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Are you serious? I think I'm done with the um, news today. <laughs> I think I'm done. So I just want to take this time right now and have a little moment of silence for those who... We have lost those who have recovered, those who have not recovered or in the hospital recovering with COVID-19. I want to have a little moment of silence. Send my love and light to all of those affected by the disease. Because if it affects one of us, it affects all of us. So let's just have a moment of silence right now. Sorry, Chris Cuomo's talking. I'm sorry. But let's just have a moment of silence right now.
Um, what are we here for today? Relationship woes. I want to do a relationship um, show, um, relationship woes, my horror story. It's not really a horror story because you think about it. You think about your old relationships and you're like, oh, God. But, <laughs> all right, let's get into relationship woes. This is episode one of Every Friday in November, every Friday in December, I am, except for Christmas. Christmas is on a Friday this year. Christmas is on a Friday. Christmas is on a Friday this year. So, and Black Friday. Y'all be here Black Friday. I don't know if I'll be here Black Friday or not. Because I don't know what's going on with the book. But once I said, like, once I get everything situated, you know, we'll know. But I can wake up early in the morning and do the um, podcast, which is not a problem for me. Okay, so yeah, except for Christmas morning. I won't be here Christmas morning. I haven't decided yet as of what I want to do as far as like my holiday schedule goes. But I do know, I do have my schedule for the first two weeks of, excuse me, the first... Yeah, I have it up until the 21st. Do I have it? I'm going to have to check and see when I get done on here. But every Friday, this is the first Friday in November. Next Friday is Friday the 13th. So I will be having Relationship Bowl Friday. And it's not only my one relationship that I wanted to talk about today. There's going to be other relationships. And I want you all to tune in on Wednesday nights. For the Up Early for Everyone Else, Monica Nighttime Edition, where I talk about the dancers. But it's not always going to be about the dancers. It's just going to be about the other things. But it's more like of a in the nighttime, dark kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like a nighttime situation. And you can check that out on Spotify. Okay. So, Relationship Woes, Episode 1. I, Ed and I had just, um, we were still friends and we decided to take a break. It's a lot of things behind our situation, but I'll just keep that to myself. So we decided to take a break and that was back in September of 2017. And we had just had, like, a whirlwind, like, summer. Like, we we had the best summer. He is, I am told you that, guys, he is my best friend. He was my best friend. And I still love the guy. Let's not discount that. Like, I still love the guy. And um, he means so much to me. He meant so much to me. You know what I mean? And um, I'm going to set the timer on this thing. So I'll know when to get up off of here. But um, he meant a lot to me. And nobody really, in my opinion, can take his, could take his place. So when one of my coworkers had suggested that um, 
I talk to somebody else. I'm like, girl, you out of your mind. I'm putting my stuff in the oven, y'all, if y'all hear that noise. Um, I said, girl, you out your mind. If you think that I want to talk to somebody, talk to somebody, and I just, you know, call the quits with my boyfriend. No. So, she said that, um, you know, just talk to him. You know, you have somebody to talk to, have a friend. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, okay. I was, you know, okay. So, we, um, she told me that he worked down at the grocery store in the shopping center where I worked. And I said, um, I said, um, okay. So I went down to the, she described this to me. So I went down to the grocery store and, um, you know, I wanted him to say something, you know, like he came up there, he checked me out. He saw me and my friend Sophia outside and he, you know, he wanted to talk to me. So I went down and I was like, well, why ain't he saying nothing? It was the wrong guy. So I told um, the girl that I used to work with, I said, well, he didn't say nothing to me. And then she was like, well, that's not the right one. I was like, okay. So, um, it was Thanksgiving weekend and I had told her, I said, okay, give her my phone number. I gave in. I said, give her my phone number. And, um, she was like, well, you give me your number and you take this because he already gave her the number to give to me or whatever. So, he, um, we, I called him on Saturday and we sent each other pictures and he worked at 7-Eleven. And, um, we talked for two days, right? And me and him were on the phone, like, like all day, his whole shift. And then we were on the phone the next day. I liked him. He was cute. I liked him. He was really cute. He was very handsome. My mother can't stand him. <laughs> well, I'll get into that later. Um, he, he has a nice body. Like, now, I haven't seen him in a while because I cussed him out. <laughs> I cussed him out. When did I cuss him out? Oh, excuse me. Y'all mean the cooking because I'm hungry. Um... Yeah, cuz I'm out like doing, um, I think it was like right before my birthday or after my birthday. I think it was after I had COVID. And I asked him what did he want from me, but I'll get into that later. So, he told me that he just broke up with his girlfriend. He has three kids. And he said, maybe one day you can meet my kids and everything. I was like, okay. But y'all, it was something about him that I liked. And, and it wasn't like, because like that face, you know what I mean? That smile, it was his smile. Oh my God. When he smiles and he has the prettiest, whitest teeth, uh, teeth are my thing. I love teeth, but he had the widest smile. The pre- his whole face lit up. 
You know what I'm saying? He's beautiful skin, clear skin. He takes care of himself. Okay. He has beautiful skin, thick eyebrows, thick eyebrows, beautiful lashes, big, beautiful brown eyes, a nice nose. His face was like perfect. And he, the, his lips, oh my God, I love, he doesn't like kissing, but I love kissing him. Oh my God. Oh my God. He was just perfect in his, he wasn't a big guy. He He wasn't a... He was a nice size guy. You know how little guys love big women. And then um I I was smitten. And it was about the lust. It wasn't about, you know, and we was talking a lot of shit to each other. So girl, guys, y'all. I I say girl because I feel like I'm talking to my girlfriend. <laughs> But I don't want to disrespect anybody. So y'all, he um he um he his sister lives up the street from me. And he wanted to come to the house. And this is when my mother was working. So I was at my mom's house at this time. And he came over and he was talking a lot of stuff. He was talking a lot of shit. And, and I said to myself, I said, you know what, Monica? Don't sleep with him. Don't sleep with him, Monica. What did Monica do after two days, y'all? She slept with him. Knowing this man was coming over to the house, right? Monica wore some cute lame bride panties. She wore, uh, she just you dressed like she was going to see this guy so he we yeah <laughs> I think no we met we met that Saturday Sunday Monday he came to my job and bought me some turtles I love turtles you know, the pecan, turtles, caramel, chocolate treats. I love turtles. And you should buy me turtles all the time. So if anybody want to get to my heart, you buy me turtles. I love turtles. So he came and bought me turtles. And I'm like, oh my God, Monica, he's so cute. Yada, yada, yada. And, you know, we, we were, I mean, everything just moved so fast with us. I mean, I, it was like so fast. that He was talking about moving in. Let's move together. And I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> that's why this is called relationship. Whoa, wait a minute. But, you know, he wanted to get his kids. You know, he wanted, he wanted to do a lot of things with me. And I felt like that was, I was moving, that was moving kind of fast for me because wait a minute, I just got out of a relationship. You just got out of a relationship. So we, let's just take things like a little bit slow, like a little bit Let's just slow it down. Let's just slow down just a little bit. That's a little bit. Let's just slow down. But um, I just I just think that we and him just moved too fast, and we were seeing each other. We were going out. You know, he 
he really didn't make a lot of money. So it was just like I was currying the relationship, which I did not mind at the time. Ladies, let me tell you something. Don't fall for that face. Don't fall for that face. Don't fall for that sex. Oh, my God. It will get you toe up. Like, this situation, the, the situation that I was in with him, it taught me a lot. A lot. Because after me and him broke up, which I'm going to get into that a little bit later, I went back with Edward. So, coming off of being with Edward and going into a relationship with this guy... So soon after my breakup with Edward was a culture shock because I was accustomed to doing certain things. I was accustomed to a man taking care of me. I wasn't really into taking care of him. So it was like he would want a pack of cigarettes. He would want this, this, that, the other. Food, this, that, that. Third, I did it because I loved him. And I did. I told him I loved him. And I said, I'm doing this because I love you. You know what I'm saying? And I told him, I said, my boyfriend before you, I didn't have to go in my pocket for anything unless I wanted to. But I lowered my standards for someone else's comfort. And it bit me in the ass severely. Because, and I don't want to jump the gun because I'm going to tell the story in order. But, You know, I wasn't used to the situation. And I did a lot for that guy. And I'm not airing out his laundry or anything. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? This is this is my story. This is my this if you don't want to be a part of my life, then I can't tell a part if I can't tell a part of this story. You're a part of my life, I have to tell this part of my story. So it's about, and it's also about my growth. It's not about putting anybody on blast. It's not down to nobody. But this is how I came into Monica. How I came into myself. Because his sister didn't like the way he treated me. No, she didn't. And she told him that repeatedly. But it was to the point where he expected me. It was almost... Excuse me, guys. It was almost like I was supposed to do things for him. I was supposed to buy him food. I was supposed to give him bus fare. I was supposed to do this stuff because his other girlfriend that he was with, his ex-girlfriend, did all of that for him. She moved in with him early. She did this. She did that. So you're supposed to do the same thing. But we're cut from a different cloth. She's polyester, I'm silk. And I'm not knocking her, but I'm knocking her. And I'll get into that later. But I loved him. And I would have done anything for him to keep him happy. But was Monica happy? Monica was missing Edward. Monica was missing Edward a lot. But he expected me to take care of him. I was supposed to take care of him. 
But get this, y'all. And I did not want to jump. I wanted to tell the story, but I didn't want to jump. Like, I found out some things about him at the end of the relationship. Like, we were done. And I found out some stuff about him that did not sit right with me. Because you lied to me. You lied to me. You told me that it was over. Your sister said it was over. Y'all, and he just was like, I just want everything to be over so I can just start this new relationship with Monica. He even went back and the girl said, I didn't want you. Yada, 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 yada. That bitch never left. She never left. When I found out that he was staying with his sister and she was staying at the sisters as well. But I didn't find that out till the end. Like, oh, y'all can go to hell because my ass. I was hot because he stayed with his sister and then there was times when he actually stayed with me like I had to like get I he actually stayed the night here at my mother's house and my mother had no clue oh she knows now and he and I remember all the things that I like I remember like telling him like all this stuff I did for you like I actually let you stay at my mother's house. I let you have a place to sleep. You slept in my bed. You know? You know what I'm saying? You stayed at my mother's house. If my mother knew that you were here, well, she kind of probably knew that he was here. You know what I mean? But she could not have possibly not have known that he wasn't here. You needed a place to stay. You needed. I was just there. And I lowered my standards for someone else's conflict. And I hate it. I hate it. But it turned me into the woman that I am now. Because I'm not settling for less. Like I said before in my podcast. Um, there's definitely pee in the dating pool after 40. It is because it's so hard because it's like, like I said before, I like nice things. I like going to nice places. You know, I like buying myself nice stuff. I told you guys yesterday, I have an Alex and Ani obsession that is just like crazy. You know, I like nice clothes. I like, I like nice things. I love doing things for myself. I love traveling. Those are all the things that I love to do. And I also want to have a mate where I can build with. We can grow together, you know, because you never stop growing no matter how old you are. But I always want a mate that can relate to what I like and I what he like. And I'm not the type of woman that's going to be like, oh, well, if you can't afford this, you can't afford that, then you can't have me. But he knows when you come in, you already want to know. She already does these things for herself. So I have to step my game up if I want to be with her. No matter what the situation may be, ladies. 
Don't lower your standards. Don't suffer. Lower your standards for someone else's comfort. If you have expectations out of someone and you know what you can bring to the table, don't expect nothing different. And my mother tried to tell me that, and I wasn't paying my mother any attention. But I love my mother. And I said, I have to figure this out for myself. But I'm going to leave it right there. Yeah, 617, y'all. We've been on here for a while this morning, y'all. We have, but I have to leave it right here because I don't want to give everything away. But I I want to encourage somebody today. I want you to learn from my mistakes. I'm not going to say that our relationship was a mistake. It was a learning experience. It was a learning experience and a half. It was something I've never experienced before in my life. And it's something that I never, ever want to experience again. I mean, they always say there's red flags all over the plate, all over the floor. And what happened? Monica didn't pay attention to any of it. But. I'm going to leave it right there. I just want to say I love you guys. I thank you so much for tuning in this morning to Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I am your gracious host, Monica Lynn. And as always, I am always up before everyone else. I want you to take care of each other this weekend. I will be back on Sunday for a kickback. I will also be back on Monday as well. And um, I won't be here on Tuesday, but encourage one another. Love one another. I'm going to have breakfast because I am starving and I hope you enjoyed today's show. And I want you all to send me some um, voice messages. Okay, I'll talk to y'all later. Have a good weekend.